The Accident Mortgage and Realty Show is sponsored by Accident Mortgage, an equal housing lender at MLS ID 255368, and Accident Realty Advisors, which is a separate company from but still affiliated with Accident Mortgage. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from Acunet Mortgage and Realty's Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Well, a very, uh, very pleasant Sunday morning, everyone. Weather is fantastic today. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Mark Segrist, along with Acunet Mortgage and Acunet Realty Advisors, owner Brian Wickert, and Chief Millennial Loan Consultant David Wickert. Now, as always, if you have a question or a comment for our program, give us a call or text us on the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. The number, as always, is 414-799-1620. Mr. Wickert, here you go. Or Messrs. Wickert, if you want to get us both, you know. Yeah, that's right. Go a little French on us there. Anyway, it was a busy (laughs) week in real estate and mortgage lending this week. I think uh, a lot of people got accepted offers yeah. uh, over last weekend. And as I've been saying in some of my 60-second uh, radio spots, this is a good time, um, you know, for, for first-time homebuyers in particular because you've got a lot of people who have dropped out, you know, as, hey, I didn't get the house that I wanted and I don't want to move my kids out of sure, the school starting back school. Up. Right, school's starting back up in just a couple weeks. And that takes some focus. You know, if you've got a bunch of kids. Right. And so um, I think that's what's happening uh, right now. And, by the way, um, inventory is up a little bit. I got some updated numbers, though, that I'm going to share before the news. Right now I wanted to get the show rolling by talking about a couple in their late 20s, early 30s, uh, daughter and son-in-law of a many-time past client of ours. And uh, so looking to buy their first home. So I talked to them on Tuesday night, I think it was. Didn't you say you set a record for? Don't I don't want to I okay. don't want to advertise how long okay. I did. But well, we did do a go-to meeting. Yeah, we did. I don't want everybody to think that I'm gonna you know give them that kind of thorough well understanding. If, although I'm sure want. our our loan consultant group will. But the cool thing was what we do as a standard operating procedure is they were home. It was five fifteen, and uh, let's just say it was a little more than an hour that okay. I spent with them on sure. the phone, um, and I had them looking at my computer screen. And we have a really nice PowerPoint presentation where we lead people through, hey, what is the home buying process? They had to go to mortgage class. Right, because people don't know that there are these interim deadlines that you have to meet. Mm -hmm. They just think, hey, I get the offer accepted and then I close, right? Totally. No. You have to get the home inspected. Then we did our usual talk about, you know, whether or not you give the seller the right to cure defects and all that kind of jazz. And at any rate, their particular mindset coming into our conversation was, even though they already had their money saved up for a 3% down payment, we have to wait until the end of April because we have a lease. Mm. Okay. And so after talking, I pointed out, I had some numbers up on the screen, and I said, okay, here's what it looks like if you buy today. They're shopping in the $225,000 price range, 3% down. If the property had like $3,600 in property taxes, their monthly payment at today's WIDA 30-year fixed rate, I got it, David, I got it. Yeah, okay. Today's WIDA 30-year fixed rate, uh, and this is for people who can be both first-time or second-time homebuyers. And the particular issue that these folks had is they make just a little bit too much money. Good or, problems. I mean, I mean, they're right at the razor's edge of making too much money for WIDA's super cool first-time homebuyer program 
that has lower rates. So just the regular WIDA program, the rate uh, uh, on Friday, and it was 4.875. That has an annual percentage rate of 5.3 because there is private mortgage insurance, although on WIDA, David, as you know, it's reduced cost. It's true. Private mortgage insurance. Long story short, their payment would be just a schnibble under 1600 bucks, $1,592. Sweet. And so I pointed out to them, and this is what got their attention. I said, Caitlin, if you wait until April, you know, home prices are probably going to be 3% higher. Mm-hmm. Oh, so your $225,000 home now is going to cost uh, at $232,000. Yeah. And that's not really going to hurt you too much in the down payment department uh, because you're only putting 3% down. Mm-hmm. But your payment, oh, let's maybe rates are going to be a half percent higher. Now, yeah. guess what? Your payment is going to be $106.81 higher every month because you had to wait for your lease. Just just if you wait until April. That's right. That's right. That's that's assuming the house price goes yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I further went on to say, and you know, the other problem is right now in the fall is a great time to be shopping because the herd of home buyers is thinned out. Right. If you wait till April, that's like peak home shopping season. So you're going to be fighting off, and, you know, even while you have 3%, that's not the strongest offer. Mm-hmm. She did mention that her kind parents were had said they would be interested in giving them a gift. Oh, they didn't really want to accept that. But I pointed out, you know, if we can quantify how much that gift would be, it would be really nice if we could write that offer showing 5% down or maybe 10% down. Right. Because that just looks better. Uh, communicates more ability to get it done. That's right. That's right. So they are going to go, and I said, go talk to your landlord and say, hey, would you mind starting to market our unit, our apartment now? Sure. Because what if they get somebody and then get they, they would be happy, our couple, to move in with her parents for a few months while they're shopping for a home. There you go. So we'll let you know how that turns out, but I thought it was a pretty good, um, pretty good idea to try to accelerate when they go to market and start to shop for a home. All right, when we come back, as long as we're talking about what kind of homes there are for sale, let me give you an update on exactly how many homes are and are not for sale in that middle part of the market from 220,000 to 260,000. I think I've got some surprising numbers to share when we come back. And you're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Question here, was Amon Green or Paul Honing the better running back? Well, you can pick between them or one of 22 other legendary Packers running backs and vote on who was the best in the first week of our Green Bay 100 all-time team vote. Text the number 100 to the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text line at 414 799 one six twenty. Okay, Messieurs, Brian and David, we're David. talking about specific Messieurs. price range. Yes. Messieurs, uh, two twenty to two sixty availability homes. Do I have it right? Yes, you do. I was going to say Dorsey Levins on the readback. But oh, anyway, okay. So back okay. to you. All right, yeah, Dorsey Levins and off. What do you call that? Right in. Yeah, right in so. candidate. Okay, yeah. So um, you know that's kind of the meat of the market. The um, median sales price in the five county Milwaukee metropolitan area is. Uh, 240, 240,000. So I went 20,000 on either side, and I just asked myself this question this morning. I said, well, how many homes are actually available? Well, if you look at the first level and just say, well, what are the active listings? The answer is 479 in the whole five-county area. Hmm. 
Um, but if you break that down between those that have offers and those that do not have offers, in other words, they're really available for sale, Yeah. less than half of them, hmm. 233 have no offer. And to say it another way, more than half of the inventory already has an offer. Right. Okay, now people also don't really shop the entire five-county area, right? So if you're a home shopper, you're not like, I will live anywhere between West Bend and, you know, Racine. No yeah, way. No. You've narrowed it down. And even within an entire county, let's just drill down on, on uh, Waukesha County. There are 171 listings. Oh, wait, only 73 of them do not have an offer. But you don't just say, I'll live anywhere in Waukesha County. If you drill down further, there are right now only 11 homes in that price range, 240 to 260, available for sale in Menominee Falls. Yeah. Yeah, I want to live in the falls. Well, you have 11 homes to choose from right now right. that don't have offers. New Berlin, 10. Uh, Sussex, 2. Wow. The city of Waukesha. 17 yeah uh, brookfield nine so uh slim pickings it is still tight even though inventory went up a little bit i think what this is showing us is that as soon as homes are listed boom they're getting offers very quickly or they're at least getting looked at well yeah but i mean what i'm telling you right now is loans with and without okay. offers so i think that's a a hot market uh so what does that mean that means you gotta put your best foot forward and you know do things like work with a local lender like acunet mortgage remember last week we had the story about the person who tried buying with a pre-approval letter from the nation's largest lender the one whose name rhymes with schmicken and that seller said no thanks mm -hmm. come back when you got a rock solid pre-approval which we did and he's got an accepted offer huzzah huzzah um well i'm gonna say that inventory story also talks about you you can't be a part-time home shopper that's right and we have people, it amazes me, folks who might get a home under contract and then unfortunately the inspection might not work out. And right. so they withdraw from buying the property. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm here to tell you at least it feels like those people who are serious, they go and find another house pretty quick. Okay. There's not a delay in them finding a second home because I think for folks who view this as their second part-time job or second, second full-time job. job. Yeah. You're gonna go find a house. Well, but you, you can't when there's nine homes for sale in Brookfield in the meat of the market. Yeah, you you, you got to be serious about it. You got to get and out there. You can't come in on the first thousand dollars under the ask price too. Well, that's another thing. You know, yeah, I've got a customer in the Chicago area who keeps wanting to write offers. You know, under the asking price, which is a um, a phenomenon called anchoring anchoring because the person is tied to the asking price right. that the seller is asking and then they don't feel like I'm not paying I'm not paying the full price no way right. well it's just a number it's just a number that they came up with when we come back from this next break I have an anchoring example and I want the audience and Mark you can think about this uh, what is the number of municipalities with populations over 10,000 in the United States of America? Okay, so we're talking, you know, not little hamlets, but, yeah. you know, 10,000 or more people. Uh, where the median sales price is $1 million or higher, and I'll give you two hints to think about. There are just over 3,000 municipalities with population over 10,000 in the United States of America. 
And uh, Mark, uh, you know, don't answer right now, but do you think the number is over or under 300? And then I want you to come up with your number. We'll give you the answer when we come back. <laughs> okay, is this multiple choice? All right. Yeah, yeah. Look, Looking forward to it. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Weckert on WTMJ. Join our team, our crew, and supporting the crew on Saturday, August 25th at the Brewers Community Foundation's Hitting for the Cycle event. Together we'll conquer a beginning uh, bike ride that starts and ends at Miller Park, followed by a tailgate party and matchup between the Brewers and the Pirates Hitting for the Cycle benefits Dream Bikes, the Urban Ecology Center, and UW-Milwaukee's Life Impact Program. For more information or to sign up, text the words CARES to 414-799-1620. WTMJ CARES is presented by First Bank Financial Center. Brian and David, i got a follow-up question to anchoring as you were describing it, if I may. Yes. Yeah. How often, if ever, would a seller potentially ask a certain price that may be a little bit lower than what he really wants so as to perhaps entice a higher price that he's really looking for? Is that ever used as this, a tool? No, oh, that is definitely a pricing strategy, mm -hmm. <clears throat> especially when you're in this affordable or let's say meat of the market, you know, you're in Wauwatosa and you think you can get two fifty or better for your home, but you start at two thirty nine nine. Okay, because you want to whip up a, a fervor. A frenzy, I was gonna say. A okay. feeding frenzy. You know, where you have all the yeah. buyers snapping. That's oh, true. Man, there is so much so psychology that, that is, in this business. So much psychology. Exactly. All right. So so speaking of anchoring, all right, so uh, here, just another little fun fact in this article. Uh, Atherton, California, a silicon neighbor to Menlo Park in Redwood City, is the municipality with the highest median home value at $6.9 million. Oh, where, cool 6.9. That's a cool point six nine million. And if you live in Medina, hmm. in the Seattle area, which is home to uh, two of the richest guys in the world. Bill Gates. And Paul Allen. Jeff Bezos. That guy. Their uh, median home value is just $2.8 million huh. in that little burg. Okay, so the question I posed was, there's just over 3,000 municipalities in the United States of America mm -hmm. um, with a population of 10,000 or more. And I asked Mark, before we took this break, do you think the number where that median sales price is a million or higher is over 300 or under? So do you have an answer for us there, uh, Mark? I over would or under okay. Uh, okay, this is just a guess, but I would say... I would say under. Okay, and now give me a number. Oh. Just right, real quick. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not the strategist you are. I'm going to pass on that one. <laughs> I'm more interested in what, what, what the answer is here. Go ahead. Okay, well, before we went on the air, I asked David. This, so I anchored you to 300. Right. Before we went on the air, I posed the same question to David, and I anchored him with the number three dozen, 36. And so, David, what was your answer then when I asked you? Under. And, yeah, you said under, and oh, yeah. you said... I thought there were only like six municipalities. This is according to Zillow yeah. Research, 197. Hmm. 197. So I was trying, Mark, to get you to come up with a number way higher Yeah. by anchoring you to 300. But you, in your mind, what range were you thinking, Mark? <laughs> At least over 250. Uh, again, I'm going to have to pass. I'm sorry. All right, I'm going to turn right, to you right. as the expert. 
Okay, well, it's just I'm just trying to manipulate, and because I was trying to anchor you to a really high number, I did succeed yeah. in anchoring David to a really, really low number. That's true of three dozen, and I knew that the real number was in 197. So that's just to go to show you that listing price is just an anchor. Yeah, you know it, and and yet people, some people really, really struggle with. Oh, I don't want to pay more than that. You know. It's just the number that the seller came up with, and you don't really know if it's high or low. And by the way, I hate to say this to all of our appraiser friends listening out there, they get to know what the purchase price is when on a purchase transaction. Uh, they get to see what the accepted offer price is, and guess what? They are anchored by it. The number of times the appraised value comes in at or $1,000 above the purchase price is, is amazing. It's like 90% of yeah. the time. So, and, 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 you know, on the other hand, it is a good indication of what a home is worth when you have an accepted offer because these parties agreed on right. you know willing buyer and willing seller. Uh, one other thing we found out this week, uh, I, I'm buying data now from CoreLogic, recorded mortgage data, and I'm happy to tell you, Mark, and everybody listening, that Acunet Mortgage is, in fact, the fourth largest dollar volume lender in the, well, it's four-county Milwaukee area because Washington County doesn't provide their information to CoreLogic. But we are the most prolific or fourth most prolific mortgage lender when it comes to financing people's home purchases in Racine, Waukesha, Milwaukee, and Ozaki County, behind only uh, a really big bank, a really big credit union, and a mortgage company owned by a, a really big real estate company. And we're mm. just about the same as them. So there you go. we have worked hard on making sure that people who finance with that can have an excellent experience and uh, and we're delivering on that when That's we come back after fantastic this, guys that's great stuff well yeah thank, yeah we've been working hard on that for quite a while and it, it's uh, turned it out hey when we come back here after the news i'm going to talk about a uh, couple in their early 60s wanting to buy a vacation home in northern wisconsin and how we really help them do it in a smart way don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. All right, we are back. And, Brian, you've got a good story to share with the audience in reference to a couple in their 60s looking at a new property. Am I right? Yep, a vacation home. I um, have a client, a new client, who uh, is a financial advisor. And so I, I met him for lunch on Monday, and he said, here, you got to call these people. They need to get pre-approved right away to buy a home. So we called him literally on the way to the restaurant where we were having lunch and he needed to get it done by one o'clock so i i said well i can't help you right now because obviously i was in the car and so I, I had one of our senior loan consultants bill rebolt take care of him worked up all the numbers and then when i got back to the office bill told me well this is kind of interesting brian um they own their existing home they actually own two homes i think one their own that they live in and then maybe like their mother's home oh, okay but it's in their name. So they own those properties free and clear, meaning there's no mortgage on them. Sweet. But, David, what do we still have to count when analyzing whether the person can afford another house? The taxes, insurance, and any HOA dues for the neighborhood. That's right. That's right. Um, and it turns out these folks, by the way, they're not going to retire for a couple of three, four years maybe. But the idea is they want to buy this home up north, and yeah. then they will retire there and probably pay off that mortgage three or four years from now. Uh, when they sell their other properties sure. here in southeastern Wisconsin. Okay, so we're talking about a purchase price right around 200 I think 205 And Bill also said they will definitely have to start to take withdrawals from their IRA, because I said they're in their early 60s mm -hmm. and they have IRA money, 
they're going to have to take out, I forget what it was, let's say $1,300 a month to supplement their current income in order to afford the extra property mm -hmm. because they had purchased a car or truck, I don't know what, Must I'm going to go with the truck, with 0% financing, but with a $770 monthly payment. Okay. And yet they had a bunch of money, like several tens of thousands of dollars in their money market account. Yeah. So being the, they're do they're doing what you always talk about. What? Using someone else's cheap money so that their money can do other well, good things. Well, that's right. But it just so happened that it, the, the thank you David for that compliment. You're welcome. But actually what they had was a CD that had just matured, which is why they had this big pile of money. So first thing is they thought they had to put 20% down. Uh and so the cat's out of the bag. The first thing I told the guys, well, Mr. Smith, let's call him. The good news is you don't have to put 20% down. What? You said? Mm -hmm. No, on a vacation home, if the loan amount is $453,100 or less, all you have to put is 10% down. Oh. You just like gave away thing. the teaser, by the I, way, I before did. the show. I know, okay. I know. All right. So the answer is 10% down is all you need for a second home. It's got to be a true second home, not one you're going to yeah, turn around. A bona fide and, second home. Yeah, bona fide. Uh, not one that you really intend to rent out the second after you buy it. Uh, that's the difference between a vacation home and a rental. Anyway, um, the what's the problem, David, with having? Do you, do you know what I? Did I tell you what I advise them to do? No. Can you guess? So I got a seven hundred and seventy dollar car payment, but in order to afford that and the new vacation home, I would have to begin drawing thirteen hundred dollars a month yeah. out of my IRA. What's the problem with that? They have to pay taxes on the IRA. Withdrawals. That's right. And so instead, I suggested on to the one-time IRA withdrawal. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Oh, well, but they actually turns out they might want to do that. But oh. I, I, what I suggested, and which they recoiled from the suggestion that why don't you pay off that car loan? Well, because it's zero percent interest. And I said, well, what exactly are you earning on your money market account? You know, like point zero five. Oh. And so after meeting with their uh, financial advisor on Thursday and kind of having a little time to think about it, that's exactly what they're going to do. Oh, They're going to pay off the car loan with their, quote, lazy money that's only earning them 0 .05. Mm -hmm. And then they don't have to take any withdrawals out of their IRA. Okay. They, can, they can afford it. Because that tax, even if you're in a relatively low tax bracket of 15%. Proving the point that there are many ways we can skin that cat for you. Correct. How, however you prefer. That's right. So we could have done it either way. They yep. would have had to set up taking monthly withdrawals. Um, but the point is, I think we, we were helpful. Now, there's more to the story. Because I talked to him on Thursday. And uh, then they said, well, okay, now we need to write up the offer. Um. How do you, how we're going to do that? And I said, well, I suppose you're going to use the listing agent up there in up north Wisconsin. So let me tell you the rest of that story when we come back. And you're listening to the Akinip Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. North Hills Country Club in Menominee Falls has an important role in the success of the MAC Fund. Greg Matzik uh, looks inside the course coming up at 621 on Wisconsin's Morning News tomorrow. You guys are in the middle of an interesting story on helping a couple uh, qualify for a vacation home by paying off 
an auto loan, an auto. Yeah. But there's yep. another yep. interesting piece their truck, piece car. To the yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I was just doing the math. Uh, uh, so they're, you know, looking at buying this house for around $200,000. So by showing them how they could do that with 10% down, 20000 instead of what they had in their mind, which was 20% down or 40 large, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, that they really liked. Uh, now, you know, we said, oh, why don't you pay off that car with the cash that you're earning nothing on, even though the car loan had 0% interest. Uh, this is helping them. I believe the figure that they were going to take out of their IRA was $1,300. Well, even if you're in one of the lowest tax brackets of 15% federal and 5% for Wisconsin, that's 20%. David, what's 20% of 1300 260 bucks. By making the suggestion of paying off the car loan and not taking the IRA distribution, that is going to help them avoid paying 260 American dollars per month in income taxes by delaying that you know point in time where they have to take the money out of their IRA. All right, well, then it came down to okay, now now we got them all teed up on how we're going to do it. By the way, they were all hot to try. We're going to go this afternoon and pay off the car loan. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't do that yeah. until after you have this accepted offer. Right, right, right. There's plenty of time to pay off the car loan. Okay, now we need to write the offer. Well, and I gave my little tutorial on, well, you got to make sure, you know, remember that the listing agent's sworn fiduciary duty is to get the highest price and best terms for the seller. And you're going to go write the offer with them. Just keep that in mind. And, you know, you, you got to look at things like the home inspection contingency and whether you're going to give them the right to cure because that's fraught with problems mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. And they said, well, we don't want to do that. Do you know any attorneys? And sure enough, I connected them with an attorney who is also a licensed real estate broker hmm. who helped them draft up the offer for under $200 and did it that afternoon. Slick. So hopefully, maybe by tomorrow, we'll know if they got an accepted offer or not. So that, that was a, a happy story. Um, one th- other thought on that, though, is, you know, Mel Watt, uh, the director. director of the Federal Housing Finance Agency, yeah. uh, who is the regulator of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and who has really broad powers, is retiring. Uh, well, no, he's kind of like also forced retirement. Yeah, he, he anyway. wasn't going to retire anyway, but... All right, he was going to retire anyway. So in January. All right, so when a new FHFA director comes in, they can change things. Like, you know, the only reason we can do 10% down for second homes is because Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac allow it. Mm-hmm. That person could easily come in and say, you know, we want to shrink the footprint of the government in home finance. And there's been talk about this in, in news articles. They could come in and say, yeah, you know what? We're not allowing Fannie and Freddie to finance vacation homes anymore, or certainly not a 10% down. So things could be changing uh, in 2019, but right now we can do vacation homes with 10% down. All right, speaking of interest rates, David, are you ready to give us a quick? I am ready. Great roundup. So Turkey continues to be delicious for interest rates, (laughs) thanks to the lira. And the now the Argentinian peso and the South African rand are both in are the dumper contagions. Yes. So on a two hundred thousand dollar loan with twenty five percent equity and all the other right stuff, Acunet could deliver four point six two five percent on either a purchase or a regular rate and term refinance. APR is four point six four six, and that would only cost you nine hundred and fifty dollars in okay. loan costs. That's still relatively cheap given the 
odds of the Fed rate hike now at 93.5% when I checked on Friday. That's coming up in September, which is just right around the corner. And how much lower is that? You just you said you had a price comparison against U.S. Bank yeah, versus yeah, you know the guys Academy. who sponsor the Viking Stadium. Oh yeah. Anyway, so on a hundred fifty thousand dollar loan, which is what they had on their website, four point six two five percent up with them, that would run you about two thousand dollars in cost. Their oh. APR is four point six nine. At good old Acunet, four point sixty five percent. Literally, it's the same. Toyota Corolla. Yeah, same rate. Camry. Right, right. 4.65. APR is 4.65 because it'll only cost you $830 oh, for the same okay. mortgage. Okay. Because we don't have a skyscraper downtown or a stadium. Or a football stadium. Yeah. Yet. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, we uh, also, I did a comparison against uh, BMO Harris on a $200,000 loan. Eh, it was a little higher than that. And we were ahead of them by 1300 Yet many, many, many people s- still think and just kind of blindly and lazily and crazily just go with their bank. Because, yep. of course, they love me there, and they're going to take good care of me. Well, folks, I'm here to tell you, we will take better care of you. It's true. Give you better advice. Give you ideas you would never have thought of. And uh, oh, oh, one other thing on the guy, and I know we've got to take a break here, uh, the guy buying up north, yeah. I said, now, write your offer with 20% down. Oh. Don't write your offer with 10%, 10. down. Yep. Write it with 20%. Why? Make that seller feel better. Yep. You You're not going to get that to. kind of advice from most people kicking down the street. No. All right. When we come back, I've got a story about new construction and how it almost came to a screeching, disastrous halt, uh, a closing that's going to happen tomorrow. And we'll give you the rest of that story when we come back. And this is the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Find a place to call home without the headache. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And guys, you've got a uh, new construction story that might be helpful to our listeners at this point, right? Yeah, indeed. David, you're going to set this up, right? I I was just going to say this is the kind of story that is both good and just like, "Mm," because what you want at a small business like AccuNet is... Human beings think and believe everything's going to go great, and nine times out of ten, they do. Ninety-five out of ninety-five out of ten. And but it is those times when things go sideways that it's really nice to have the president and chief surgeon to be able to pick up the phone and make everything okay. I just no one wants to think that they're going to need to talk to Brian, but it's the kind of thing that's nice to have in the back of your mind. Yeah, we're good problem solvers. The problem in this case is it's new construction. And so a lot of new construction in southeastern Wisconsin, the home buyer actually gets the financing from the get-go, right? It's like, hey, I'm going to go. And it's always an adjustable rate mortgage. And you go to the bank and, hey, I got this piece of dirt and I'm going to build this house on it. And it's essentially a giant line of credit that you draw on. Well, there are still some builders, and there's one. This is down in the Kenosha area where they're building houses and then selling the finished product, okay? Which is a lot nicer because then as the owner, you're not paying interest while you're building the house. So this is one of those stories, building, uh, buying a home. And as is often the case with uh, new construction, there are things outside the home, namely driveway, landscaping, and patios that are like, yeah, they're included. Oh, but wait, now we're not going to get it done before you close. So one thing you got to know is, is it part of the contract? In this case, it was. Did the appraiser assume it would be completed by closing? We specifically asked the appraiser to disregard the driveway and the landscaping because 
This borrower, even though it's a VA loan, a loan guaranteed by the Veterans Administration because he's a veteran, mm-hmm. which is the greatest kind of loan there. We do a lot of them, and they're, if you're a veteran, please come to Acunet. We'll take great care of you because the financing is awesome. And at any rate, uh, the appraiser didn't or was not able to do that. And the funny thing about VA appraisals is the Veterans Administration actually orders the appraiser. Yeah. Appraisal. They are in charge of selecting the appraiser. And this guy said, I couldn't do that. And we didn't find this out until fairly late in the game, like middle, maybe Wednesday of last week. We were waiting for the home to be completed. Oh, that was it. Okay. And But it didn't get completed with the driveway and the landscaping because guess what? You want the ground to settle before you put in that beautiful cement driveway. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe the landscaper guys backed up or whatever. So we had this problem of Mr. VA appraiser because it was part of the offer, because it was part of the contract, could not, under VA rules, ignore the value of the driveway and the landscaping. Right. Ah. So, miraculously, somewhat, and I've never had this come up before, a escrow holdback, it's called. Hey, we need to set money aside from this closing so that... From the seller's proceeds. Uh, from the seller's, right. So the builder's not going to get all their money tomorrow. We have to set aside money. And on a VA loan, it turns out there's no wiggle room. You have to set aside one and a half times the actual cost. So we have to hurry up and get the actual cost, which turned out to be, let's say, $16,000. So we're having to set aside roughly $24,000 from the proceeds that normally would go to the builder. We're saying, we're going to hold those back. We're going to puppy guard those until you get that work done. Right. And and that's because the VA is just kind of very protective of the veterans. They do not want to see any of their veterans, you know, come out on the short end of the stick. Right. The other thing we could have done is we could have had them redraft the offer and remove the driveway and the landscaping from the offer. So it's like no longer included in the deal. And But then we would have had to have the appraiser revalue the property which we could have sustained the reduction in the property value, but we just didn't have the time. So we're going down this route of an escrow holdback. And the really miraculous thing is VA loans, usually you can only do that for 90 days on an escrow holdback, which wouldn't even get us till the end of the year. We got the VA to agree to May 31st of 2019. So kind of pulled that. It had a couple of different ways to go there, but it was not exactly an easy problem to solve. And yet, those folks should be sitting down at the closing table tomorrow at 9 o'clock in the morning. Turns right. out the details matter. I think it's all about the details. That's all there is, you know, our details and our line of work. But, doggone it, we love it. It's what we think of every day. We don't do checking accounts. We don't do auto loans. All we're thinking about is mortgages every day. And we would love to help you or your loved one, child, son, you know, granddaughter, or you uh, become a homeowner yet this year. Still time. Uh, fall is a good time to get out there and buy. And by golly, mortgage rates remain lower than I expected. And uh, why not take advantage uh, of the still low rates while you still can? I heard somebody um, advertising had a good ad on another radio station, kind of a mock interview. You know, they're talking about consolidating debts, you know, and paying off higher interest rates. So why not click on the blue button today and get started? That's accunet.com. We'll see you again here next week.